This podcast was made possible by our generous patrons. In particular, we want to thank Matt Patain, Amy Austin, Joseph Stowell, Kat Mosseri, Joshua K. Ward, Mix and Match, Arno Teva, Gander, and Osario. Some of these are nicknames, obviously, and I'm sorry if I butchered your name. As a patron, you can get early access to our episodes, longer versions of the podcast, ebooks, extended versions of our audiobooks and audio dramas, and other rewards. If you're interested in supporting us, visit patreon.com slash audioepics, one word. You can support us and get rewards from as little as $1 a month. Hello and welcome to the Audio Epics podcast. There's a dog barking outside. I hope uh, he doesn't bother you. Last time, we did an episode on uh, character names in storytelling. So, this time, we had a crazy idea. Didn't we, Elin? Yeah, we thought, what if we did an episode on titles in storytelling? Yeah, because, it, you know, it's sort of, um, it's a nice sort of um, continue, continuation of the same theme. And it, it is kind of important. Um, a title is usually, it's it's something that draws me in. If I mm -hmm. have to pick a book, uh, title is very important to me. If the title sucks uh, or if it doesn't say anything, I won't read the book. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's why I, I thought we could start with a little game. I um, made a list here of a few titles of uh, movies and books. And um, I'll just um, Are they read... books that I've read? Movies no, no. So uh, I don't think so. Okay. Um, so I'll just give you the title. And the idea is that you have to guess uh, what the story is about. <laughs> okay. Or what, what the book or movie is about. Uh, okay. Let's have it. The first one is Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. That's a movie. Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. Is it about... Is this a science fiction movie about a UFO or something? <laughs> that makes a lot of noise. <laughs> UFO that makes a lot of noise. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll give you the I'll give you the synopsis from IMDb. A nine-year-old amateur inventor, francophile, and pacifist searches New York City for the lock that matches a mysterious key left behind by his father, who died in the World Trade Center on September 11, two thousand one. How could you not guess that? Whoa, it's like an a nine-eleven adventure movie. Yeah, yeah, and it seems like it's a kind of kind of funny as well. See, or? the synopsis makes me curious, but <laughs> the title really sucks. Yeah, it's because true. I wouldn't watch it. Not well, I actually, mean, it's called extremely loud. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do have to say, I, I do think <laughs> it's a it's a fascinating close. title. It kind of makes me curious. Who so. wants something that is extremely loud and incredibly close? I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, of course not. But it, to me, not in a movie. <laughs> it sounds like it's a movie about a, a, a car crash or something, you know? Yeah, or, or like a band. <laughs> a band of drummers or something. Okay, next title. This yeah. is a book. It's, it's quite a popular book, actually, so maybe you've heard of it. Okay. A Court of Thorns and Roses. Hmm. Yeah, that rings a bell, but um, I don't know what it is about, so... Um, is it um something like a 
fantasy novel YA sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, you're onto something there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that's about about everything. Could, I any any more vibe you get from it? I I do get a bit of a YA vibe with a female teenage character. Yeah. So yeah, this is a, a book written by Sarah J. Maas, and um, it's des- described as a fantasy retelling of Beauty and the Beast with some erotic elements. Yay! <laughs> so yeah, yeah ah, I guess okay. you were uh, well, you were pretty good, close. Good yeah. title then, because you. <clears throat> okay, so this is a movie, Monsters Ball. <laughs> Monsters Ball. Um, could be an animation, could be a cool animation. Um, yeah, yeah, like Hotel Transylvania yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, or a, or a like a horror comedy or something. Yeah, I th- I thought so too, but it's actually a, a a drama. The synopsis is: after a family tragedy, a racist prison guard re-examines his attitudes while falling in love with the African American wife of the last prisoner he executed. Wow. I really wanted to see a movie about a, a ball, you know, with monsters. What a bummer. <laughs> okay, next one is a movie. Mm-hmm. It could happen to you. <laughs> it could happen to you. That could be a horror movie, but I think it's a romantic comedy or something. It, it, it's, it's kind of vague. A lot of romantic comedies have these vague titles. It is it is a romantic comedy. Uh, it's uh, this is a synopsis. Because he can't pay her tip, a police officer promises a waitress if he wins the lottery, he'll share it with her. Then he wins the lottery. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, okay. And then this book, Force and Destiny. Force and Destiny is is it like a, a Jane Austen <laughs> book, like Pride and Prejudice and <laughs> Sense and Sensibility? No. <laughs> uh, force and Destiny. Um, it's a book that we have on our shelf, actually. Really? Oh. Um, oh, I should look at the shelves more often. Or <laughs> clean them more often. <laughs> Possibly. It's a Star Wars role-playing game uh, uh, rule book. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. About Jedi. Yeah. Force. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay, yeah, so... Cool. Yeah, that was cool fun. Game. So, yeah... Um, yeah, uh, you kind of illustrated that a title can say a lot about a story. And or not. Can, yeah, or not. And that it can be explicit or cryptic. Um, more like n- non-explicit. Like explicit like snakes on a plane. That, that's very explicit. Yeah, I always thought that was a very <laughs> funny title. Um, yeah, those are things that don't need much explanation. Like Star Wars, that's also very clear. Uh, Ice Age. Or Toy Story. Um, yeah, yeah. But I have yeah. to say about Snakes on a Plane, I just realized if the movie were called Snakes on the Plane, it wouldn't have been funny. It's because it's Snakes on a Plane yeah. that it's funny. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is a movie about snakes on a plane. Yeah, yeah it's you like, know, you got this, this plane this is and the gist, so like a bunch <laughs> of snakes on it. That's what it's about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, um, like a story about a bunch of toys. So, yeah. um, yeah, I guess the, the difference is that 
when a title is more cryptic, it, it raises questions about the story and it makes you wonder what it's about. And it could work if it kind of gets you curious and makes you mm. want to watch it. But if it doesn't make you curious, then you're royally screwed, basically. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what is a cryptic title? Um, something like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, perhaps? Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't guess what it's about uh, no, based on all. the title. But I would guess that it's something art artsy. But the title does say something about what the story is about. If I mean, if you watch the movie, you understand yeah. why it has that title. Usually you do understand what the title is yeah. about if you've watched the movie. If you don't, then maybe, yeah. There are some titles where it's like um, the movie The Lovely Bones. Well, that was a book first. Mm-hmm. You might wonder the lovely bones. There are no lovely bones in 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 the movie, but the, the title is mentioned somewhere at the end of the movie. But um, yeah, it, it, that's a very vague one as well. Hmm. Yeah. So um, we kind of drew up a number of categories, six categories, seven. We came up with seven categories. Whoa. Whoa, yeah, as Keanu Reeves would say. Um, and the first one is uh, the name of the main character, which is kind of obvious. Yeah, yeah. But within that category, you have different uh, sort of approaches. Yeah, subcategories. <laughs> so um, we, we added to the list uh, Meet Joe Black. I know uh, it, it's not Joe Black, it's Meet Joe Black, but close enough, right? Yeah, but it's cool. It makes uh, you kind of look forward to meeting him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Especially Even, once yeah. you know it's Brad Pitt. Yeah, and he he's kind of dead. So, um. <laughs> uh, and then of course uh, you've got Jerry Maguire, Harry Potter, and something something. Alex and Emma, Tom and Jerry. Yeah, you can have duos, um, of course. Um, Austin Powers, Ace Ventura, Indiana Jones, Sherlock Holmes, James Bond. Oh, uh, Robin Hood. That's another one. Yeah, Robin Hood. And uh, you got it in books too, like Elina Vera, a very popular book. <laughs> I don't know if it's popular, but it's it's famous <laughs> in Flanders. Um, and a lot of people say my name is based on it, but I hope not because it's kind of about a very depressed rich girl who is kind of annoying and commits suicide, I think, at the end. I, I never read it. It's a Belgian book, so probably. They're all like that, so... I've had it for years because yeah, it was a gift and then I just, I never read it. <laughs> of course, when, when um, you just use the name of the main character as the title of your movie, it might, you know, not say enough about about the character. Yeah, and ab- about, or, the or story, about the story. Yeah. Yeah. I had the, that problem with um, Harry Potter. There was this girl in my class who was really, really excited about the books and she just kept going on and on about it. Oh, you should read Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. And I was like, Harry Potter? What? What's that? <laughs> I don't want to read a book. It's not a Harry cool name called either. Harry Potter? What? <laughs> and, and, and also, Potter is a perfectly normal name in, in UK, but in in uh, in Flanders, it, it it's like an insult yeah. to some. So I, I didn't want to read it. But then when I finally started on the books, I couldn't put them down so so yeah of course you don't need to use the actual name you can use a nickname 
or a, a kind of group name, uh, like in Man of Steel, which is just another way of saying Superman, uh, the Dark Knight, the Avengers, the Justice League, Guardians of the Galaxy, etc. So that is uh, very often done with uh, superheroes. And yeah, since all your examples were superheroes. Yeah, and Brandy S. does it too in his modern superhero story. Uh, Steelheart, ah. Firefight, Mitosis, Calamity. Is Mitosis the name of, of a superhero? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Also, yeah. They're all superheroes. Then, uh, yeah. yeah. And then, you, you know, you've got maybe something like a, a word or, or, you know, a very concise thing that sort of describes the main the main character of the main group of characters, like the Magnificent Seven, Outlander, the Book Thief, the Hobbit, the Martian, etc. You, uh, you you also have names that go for more characters than just the hero. It kind of makes you think after you've watched the movie or read the book. Uh, for example, the Lion King, which could be uh, Simba, who is going to become the Lion King. Or it could be Mufasa, who is the Lion King. And then you have the Giver. Um, but mm. then Jonas becomes the Giver. So there are actually then two people who could be called the Giver. So especially in stories of succession, um, it's kind of double than the title. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. And then, of course, you could have uh, a title that is really um, just the villain instead of the hero. You know, like the Lord of the Rings is actually Sauron. Yeah. Or um, poltergeist. Right, yeah. And there must be examples mm, of other characters. Dracula. Yeah. Okay, so that's in a, that's all of that was just the, the first category. Maleficent. Maleficent, yeah. yeah. All of that was just uh, the first category, name of the main character. Uh, you could also, of course, have as a title the name of your location where the story is set. Yeah, and of course... Um, here, too, you can be uh, less specific or specific. Uh, you could pick the world, the country, the city or village, or even a specific location. Skyrim. Yeah, Skyrim. Or like uh, El Dorado, the island of Dr. Moreau, Casablanca, Hacksaw Ridge, Jurassic Park. These were all examples of uh, specific locations. But of course, you can have non-specific locations as well, and you can have you can even have a specific and non-specific location, like the room, because Tommy Wiseau insists it's not a room; it's the room. Exactly. But I I really don't know what he means by that. But yeah. So yeah, it's <laughs> it's like it's the room, but which room yeah he doesn't say which room he doesn't say it's the bedroom there are several rooms in in the movie and none of them are particularly important to the story so must have been the room with the the picture of the spoons yeah must have been that one <laughs> and then you have uh lemony snicket a series of unfortunate events which is a very long title um, they uh, also often use in the subtitles uh, specific locations like the reptile room. So, Right, yeah. Or, you know, the Chamber of Secrets, since we're talking about rooms. Yeah. Panic room. <laughs> okay. Um, so we've had n name of the main character, name of a location. Um, you could also um, use the goal of the characters as the title of the story. You know, like uh, what the, the thing that they're trying to accomplish or reach 
Yeah, like uh, we've mentioned before, El Dorado is actually, it's mm. the name of a location, but it's also the goal of the story. Yeah, or um, Saving Private Ryan, or Finding Nemo, Yeah, that's another one. Or that game you got, uh, Siberia. Was it right, yeah. A si- point in a, point in yeah, it's a point-and-click adventure. And, and I, I, when I started it, I thought, okay, so it takes place in Siberia, but actually it ends with the main character going to Siberia. <laughs> Um, and then the second one takes place in Siberia. Okay, so that's the goal of the story. And then number four, uh, objects of importance. There are a lot of examples of that too. Um, The sword in the stone, the golden compass, the Elder Scrolls. The Philosopher's Stone, the Goblet of Fire, you know, Harry Potter. I I once bought a new edition of the Harry Potter novels. More like the adult edition, not not adult in the way they um, use it <laughs> these days. But uh, the covers are black and they all have items, pictures of items. And I really love them. And, and they actually put the Philosopher's Stone on the first one and the Goblet of Fire uh, on the fourth one. So yeah. I, really, I really like that. Did they put the flying car on the second one? Yeah, I think so. What I notice is when you do that, it's almost always fantasy, isn't it? Yeah, um, I love the it. dark crystal. Are there some non-fantasy examples that include the time machine, blood diamond? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's sort of the object that the story is about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, parts of the Caribbean. Chest. Yeah, dead man's chest. That's yeah. That's kind of fantasy. Yeah, I I think yeah. it's a fantasy movie. It is fantasy. Okay. Um, category number five: important in-world events. Like in the Dune series, uh, you have uh, this book, The Butlerian Jihad, which is, you know, about a war that happens. Yeah, and I haven't mentioned it yet in this episode, The Hunger Games. Ah, ding, 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 ding. (laughs) Our first mention of The Hunger Games. We actually did already mention Brandon Sanderson and The Lord of the Rings. So So I think we've reached our quota for today. Oh, yeah. We should call it a night then. (laughs) No, oh, yeah, um, we also mentioned Elder Scrolls, so I think yeah. uh, we're done here. <laughs> no, we still have uh, number six, descriptions. You got description of the medium itself, like the Lego movie, scary movie, Jungle Book, uh, etc. There must be other examples. The Playmobil movie. Yeah, I <laughs> probably have that too. No, yeah, it, it exists. It's really? real. Yeah, it exists. Wow, I love Playmobil. We should watch it. And then you have the, the situation in the story or what the story is about. Um, yeah, and once again, it can be more or less concrete, like uh, the old man in the sea, snakes on a plane, pixels. Or they can use two nouns or a list of nouns or, or uh, two nouns with N in between, like dungeons and dragons, uh, the line, the witch and the wardrobe. Or you could go more ab- abstract, more about feelings or characteristics. Um like uh, the movie Brave. Yeah, or, or have it more like a personification, like sense and sensibility, pride and prejudice. Uh. The sensitive one and the sensible one. And the, pri- the proud one and the prejudiced one. And then um, when you have nouns, you also have determiners, especially in Pixar movies. Yeah, it's true. Um, up, inside out, onwards. <laughs> These are all Pixar movies. <laughs> yeah, they, they do like that. They like their determiners. I'm wondering. I'm wondering when uh, in between is gonna come out and uh, and down. 
maybe upside down. <laughs> yeah, upside down. <laughs> and then you have um, descriptions of an event. Uh, what what happens? Yeah, like Mars attacks. You know, that's what happens in the movie. Mars attacks. Batman returns. You know, Batman returns in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Revenge of the Sith. So Return of the King. Return and Revenge. Yeah, and <laughs> that's a lot of movies. Yeah, a lot of movies. And then you have uh, seven, the cryptic titles. Um, we already uh, talked a bit about... Often you have to experience the story first or get a PhD in order to understand the title or it's very poetic. It's supposed to make you curious though. So if it doesn't make you curious, it's kind of, yeah, you kind of miss the mark. Yeah, like um, the movie Apocalypto, uh, you know, according to the director, Mel Gibson, um, you know, Apocalypto is a Greek word meaning a new beginning or an unveiling, a revelation. So uh, everything has a beginning and an end and all civilizations have operated like that. And if you watch the movie, you see that it's about a civilization that comes to an end and the start of a new one. So, And then there are also very grammatically weird titles. Like a scanner darkly and girl interrupted. Things yeah, like that. especially with the comma. Girl, yeah. comma, interrupted. I've never seen that movie, but I, I always noticed the, the, the title and I thought, what a strange title. What a story, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has girl and then comma interrupted. It's like they wanted to make a title with girl at the start and then they interrupted it by putting a comma there. <laughs> and then we tried to um, come up with some tips and advice as, as far as you can do that because, you know, um, there is no playbook about uh, which titles work and which don't. And it's also very... The Silver personal. Linings Playbook. That was another movie with a weird title. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> There's, there's not a playbook in the movie. It's true. Just Jennifer Lawrence. That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Um, just based on titles that have worked. and uh, But as we mentioned before, there are some weird titles that just make you curious and mm. are even bad ones that make you curious. So, yeah, I think in the end, it's just more of a gut feeling thing. And a matter of personal taste. I mean, yeah. some people like simple direct titles. Some people love the word the, others hate it. Um, yeah. Some people like flowery, you know, romantic titles. Right. So uh, we came up with these tips. Um, the first tip is use more than one word. There are, of course, a number of powerful titles with one word, but... Um, the yeah. reason is uh, you'll be easier to find amongst, for example, other self-published books if you're so, yeah, like, self-publishing. That's a, book. a purely practical yeah. suggestion. Yeah. A second one is very important. Google it first. Yeah, I mean, I do have to say, I think, especially when it comes to fantasy, um, and you know, fantasy has typical kinds of titles. Almost everything you could possibly think of has been done. Yeah. Um, Stone of the Wizards. It's been done. Uh, Quest of the Knights. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Okay. So, so unless you wanna like take advantage of of other writers and and pick the same title in in the hope that people will accidentally order your book, then it's just a no go. 
you could play around with um, words like quest, dragon, sword, stone, crown, wizard. Dungeon. Dungeon. You know, mix those around and voila. (laughs) (laughs) And then you'll have a very conventional fantasy title. And people will immediately recognize your novel as a fantasy novel. Mm. That's true. So uh, a third uh, piece of advice is follow the genre conventions to some extent. You don't have to like copy paste uh, a title and, and then uh, change all the nouns or something. But what we mean by that is don't create false expectations. Yeah, like there's this movie I saw um, the other day. I didn't see the movie, but I came across the, the synopsis and it was called Tyrannosaur. And the movie is not about a tyrannosaur at what? all. It's, what? it's this uh, British uh, social drama about, you know, a, an abusive husband and, you know, stuff like that. Um, and I don't know why it's called tyrannosaur, but there are no dinosaurs in it. That's too bad. But, you, you know, if, if it's, um, it's in the movie theaters, then there will probably be a poster with a depressed wife or something. And then you'll probably... Notice yeah. that it's not about a tyrannosaur. <laughs> <laughs> we recently f- found an article about titles that could have been horror movies but weren't as well. So that was that was fun. Yeah, that was fun if you think about it. Um, so some of the, the movies on the list were Hook, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which, which is about uh, Peter Pan and it, you know, it's a children's movie. Uh, Home Alone. <laughs> Ooh. Could have been scary. Yeah. The, the guy with the, the golden tooth was the, actually. The, yeah, the guy scary. with the golden tooth. Yeah. Could be a James <laughs> Bond movie. <laughs> um, there will be blood, um, of course. And I like this one. While you were sleeping. Yeah. I always thought that was a, a title that could have been a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. With or Sandy it, B. It could happen to you. Yeah, <laughs> it could happen to you. Exactly. Then four is use alliterations, rhyme or double entendre. So play with words. And we're uh, ourselves obviously fans of alliterations. So. Yeah, but we didn't do, do it really on purpose. It kind of came naturally. Like the will of the woods, the beast of the western wilds. We like the, we like the letter W too. Yeah, so it seems. Yeah, and... and People have also... Uh, and we did it again, The Treasure of Boneyard Bay. Yeah, we did. We did, we did. We, we kind of love that. Mm-hmm. And people have uh, also pointed out that we really love woods because there's a woods, there's woods in every story that we create, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, a double entendre doesn't have to be like, <laughs> like you know, some kind of crude uh, sexual joke. Um, it, it could actually be, you know, something with a... A deeper meaning um like yeah if it were a title double entendre then i would go with erotic movie but you know there are more tasteful double entendres like the movie cast away mm-hmm. it's actually two words cast away yeah which is weird because yeah. you know a castaway would, a, would, yeah. be, would be one word a castaway one word is you know what he is someone who is um stranded on a desert island but he's cast away because, you know, his, his wife remarries in his absence. And so he's kind of cast <laughs> away as well. Um, 
Or another example, The King's Speech, you know, which is a movie about the king who has to deliver a very important speech, but he has trouble with his speech because he stutters. So it's about the king's, you know, speech, as in the way he speaks, yeah, and in the, you know, the speech he has to deliver. Then you have Bee Movie, which is a movie that is actually about bees. It's a, an animation. And, um, yeah, we all know about B movies, which yeah. are kind of, it's kind of implied that they're less good than yeah. A movies, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, you never hear that term, A movies. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah. So, um, and, you know, moving on from that, uh, with a very nice segue, you have to be original. <laughs> yeah. So be original. And that could mean anything. So yeah, the, the last tip would be look for inspiration. So, uh, yeah, uh, ask, ask yourself questions. Are there any themes in your story? Can you pick a thematic statement or a synonym? Um, what's the name of your protagonist and what is he or she nicknamed by others? Perhaps, um, uh, maybe a description of the relation, the occupation or the, the hobby, the passion of your character. Uh, an example would be Origami Girl, for example. Maybe that's a movie that exists. Maybe is it? I don't know. Oh, it doesn't exist yet. I don't know. It sounds like a movie. Well, someone should make it then. You can yeah. steal this title, <laughs> no problem. Yeah, why not? And, uh, and Origami Girl brings us to the topic of bad titles. <laughs> yeah, so um, now we're gonna talk about bad titles because that's a lot of fun. Yeah. My favorite bad title. I, I once read an article about bad game titles f from, you know, video games. And, um, I came across this top of the list worst <laughs> title of a video game ever. And when I read it, I laughed for hours and hours. I couldn't stop laughing. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. If I'm gonna mention it now, I'm not gonna laugh anymore because it's <laughs> I'm I'm used to it. But you was in tears. I I was yeah. I just <laughs> couldn't stop laughing, and it was the video game, irritating stick. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, it's this you know the typical game. You know it it exists uh, in 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 real life. You know where you have a stick and you have to sort of move it around through this labyrinth and if you touch one of the sides it goes bzzz, you know <laughs> uh, it, it's a, what's a, a video game based on on that but i just thought the 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 name irritating stick was hilarious because you have you know something that's irritating you know that's not exactly something you want <laughs> to have actually to. not an irritating <laughs> stick <laughs> and the stick is like the most boring possible object <laughs> So, <laughs> what what kid is going to say to his mom, Oh, mom, look, irritating stick, I want that game, you know. I don't want, you know, a, a Dungeon Fighters 3 or something. No, I want irritating stick. Yeah, marketing should, you know, go the other way around. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like the, 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 the stupid tall <laughs> ads yeah. that yeah. they keep playing on YouTube, yeah. right? What was it again? <laughs> yeah, the Beyblades, yeah. Um, it's just a tall. If you, you know, imagine a game called Annoying Cardboard Box, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Who wants that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And speaking of bzzz, another uh, onomatopoeia, um, there's a, apparently a movie from 1954 called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so called, it's called. <laughs> So, uh, what's the spelling exactly? P H F F F T. Okay. Yeah. Um, that must have been a very hard one to come up with. They were like looking for a good title yeah. for hours, and then they were like. <laughs> Yeah, let's just pick that one. <laughs> What is the movie about? <laughs> Come on, guys. I need a title. I have to write something down. <laughs> just say anything. And they, they released it like that. <laughs> the <Yeah>. movie. <laughs> okay. Well, that would have been even weirder. Sounds exciting. The movie. <laughs> and then there's this this running gag we we, we also uh, we've used a couple of times in our podcast um, that's based on this uh, title actually mm. a movie from 1984. Breaking two electric boogaloo. Yeah, that's really one of the most stupid titles ever. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> and so uh, every time we do something with two in it, we call it electric boogaloo. Like, you know, Witch Hunter 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> uh, I've noticed that most of the, the, the worst titles are actually people who try to come up with wordplay, but who who fail or who, mm. who just, yeah, should take it down or not. Oh, yeah. Like, um, this one is was someone who was proud to know what an acronym was. Uh, he called the movie Shud. It's also a movie from 1984. This what? what? Shud? Yeah, like C-H-U-D. <laughs> okay. And apparently it stands for Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dweller, which <laughs> would have been a better title, I think, because <laughs> yeah. then that then you wouldn't know what it was about, about a cannibalistic oh, yeah. uh, And There was also a movie uh, once with the title. Is it in the list? I don't see it. There was once a movie the title The Incredibly Strange Creatures Who Stopped Living and Became Mixed Up Zombies. No, that's not on the list, but that does yeah. qualify. Yeah, that is, it, it is actually a, t a real yeah. title. It should. And uh, I think another thing to be careful with is with contractions. They can be very painful. I know all about it. Um, yeah, but that, that's a different kind of contraction. <laughs> but this uh, movie title, um, Blackenstein. <laughs> a black exploitation horror film. Yeah, with reference to Frankenstein. So they called it Blackenstein. I have... Yeah. It's it's more it's like Sharknado. Yeah. Which is probably slightly better because it's about tornadoes which have sharks in them, so I guess it would make sense. But I haven't watched it, so I wouldn't know. Then you have other titles that are <laughs> pretty stupid, like Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> is it Drop Dead Fred? Or is it Drop Dead Fred? There is no comma. Okay, so okay. You even have fart the movie. <laughs> that reminds me of the movie Idiocracy, where he, he goes to the future where everybody's dumb, 
And um, in the future, the most popular movie is called Ass. ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, you know, a big butt. And sometimes it farts. Yeah. But would have been a better title because <laughs> then you have the double entendre. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another title is No, apparently. No. Yeah, just No. I, I know there's Yes Man, but I don't know whether it's Yes. I know Doctor No. Yeah. Yeah, but just No. Just, not just no, without the just, just no. <laughs> and then you have Santa with muscles. <laughs> okay. I can kind of imagine what it must be about. but. And then the men who stare at goats. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what that's about. That's actually a real thing. Um, oh. It's, uh, it's this government program to sort of investigate uh, telekinesis. So, yeah, that's... That title is kind of descriptive, but it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. But I think it's a comedy too, so it's <laughs> yeah. supposed to, yeah. Then you have Riding in Cars with Boys. Yeah, that's, that's clear what the movie's about. Yeah, it's descriptive, but it's boring. Then you have uh, Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties. So you have the double entendre here, plus the reference to the Dickens. Tale is spelled... T-A-I-L. Yeah, and then of two kitties, so it, it's, it references to the tale of two cities, obviously, mm. but it's, is it, it's, it's over the top, isn't it? It's a kill your darlings kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Another kill your darlings thing is Lucky Number Slevin. That's, I think, the only movie on the list which I actually watched. Well, there's another one. But, well, yeah. Uh, Slevin is, is the main character, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, okay, and his lucky number is seven, I guess. I I don't remember. It was a very forgettable movie. Mm. But yeah, I wouldn't have picked the title. And then you have the hottie and the naughty. No, it does kind of say what kind of movie it will be. Yeah, the kind I don't want to watch. <laughs> and then you have John Carter. You get the name of the hero here, but you're like. Who the hell is John Carter? And and it doesn't give away that this is actually a, a fantasy book or yeah, science it, fiction. Yeah, it sounds movie. like a, a cop movie or yeah. something. Like John Wick. You yeah. Know? John Wick is like this action movie, right? With John Carter, it so kind of sounds like something similar, but it's actually this big outer space uh, spectacle. Yeah. So it's way cooler than what it suggests. Actually. But I think they they had a they had trouble settling on a title because the the book it's based on was called A Princess of Mars, and and I thought they they thought that that was too girly and uh, you know like it it's a Barbie movie or something. So they wanted something that appeals to the boys. They kind of had a point. I I wouldn't watch Princess of Mars, but I wouldn't watch John Carter either. I like the movie though. Um, yeah, me too. It's got a great soundtrack. Then you have things that are kind of too poetic, like Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, I never had a, had a problem with that title. Um, although I don't get it, you know. <laughs> but you can see it's got something to do with time. Mm -hmm. It's a sci-fi movie about a guy who keeps dying and coming back. So. That's why he must be on Edge. Yeah. You know, we mentioned previously that um, fantasy books, you know have have a tendency to all have the same title almost you know uh, with a few words um so there's you know there's been this period or we're still in it where fantasy authors will often 
try to come up with these really flowery, you know. Pretentious. Yeah. Yeah. Titles that just sound pretentious. And it's it's become ridiculous. And I think the worst offender is um, Patrick Rothfuss with uh, the slow regard of silent things. Oh, is it Patrick Ruff- Rothfuss again? That's the same yes. guy who wrote The Shadow of the Wind, right? Um, the name of the wind. Yeah. The name of the wind. Yeah, yeah that's. Uh, but but it is kind of based on the shadow of the yeah. wind and the name of the roses. I, I always thought yeah. it was kind mm-hmm. of he picked two titles that he liked and then yeah. he made him a mashup. And uh, yeah, and uh, other books with fantasy books with overly um, flowery, sort of pretentious titles are like an echo of things to come. And the light of all that falls. It's from the same series. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It sounds like a, like a, it's a collection of, of poems and not like a, it's an epic fantasy, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Another movie that kind of struggled with finding a, a good title was Aloha, which is apparently a, a movie about a military caught up in a love triangle, if I have understood, uh, understood rightly. But um, first, they apparently had the title Deep Tiki, and then they had Volcano Romance, and and then it just became Aloha. But I they should have made it that. <laughs> I love <Ayu>. you. <laughs> yeah, but then Pixar would have been angry. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, sometimes it's really hard. I think coming up with a a, a good title. Um, yeah, so maybe we could. Um... Yeah, most of these um, movies we apparently. Haven't watched because yeah, for obvious reasons. No, I the, definitely the want. I definitely want to see <laughs> the movie. <laughs> I want to see. Or, or, or the movie. Yeah, couldn't that be the same movie though? <laughs> I think it's a sequel to <laughs> Fart the movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, so make your titles original if you want people to uh, to want to pick up your book or watch your movie. And um, we have a number of original titles that make you curious. John dies at the end. There's another one by the same author. This book is full of spiders. Really? <laughs> I thought you were going to say this book is full of <laughs> something else. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's popular too. Titles like that these days. <laughs> like the subtle art of not giving up. Yeah. Yogurt. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, so even if a title just messes with all the conventions, it could still work because it makes people curious. So uh, if you really had a an, an, a crazy idea for a title, just go for it. And and yeah, things like the Neverending Story, those uh, went down in history. Uh, people, all, all people know the Neverending Story. And it obviously ends because you can kind of you can buy it and you can actually hold the book and it's not never ending, but it it makes you curious. Title like that. Actually, it's only two pages, um, and on page two it says, "Go back to page one." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's obviously it's a story about a story, but yeah, yeah. still, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it, I I I love it. You it know, I grew rings, up with it. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of mysterious, and that's what what makes it attractive. I think. Mm. yeah no that's true so yeah we had a, a long episode and uh, i survived despite the the throat um issues i've been having lately 
Um, and we, we started this episode with a game, so I thought we could end it with a game too. Mm-hmm, okay. So I have actually invented some titles. Um, well, I, I'm not sure. Maybe they exist somewhere. But um, I invented some titles, and you have to say which genre it is. Okay. So the first title is Dude in the Nude. That sounds very artistic. It could be about a, you know, a, a, a painter, maybe, um, uh, or, or a model, a nude model, but it's a dude. It's obviously a comedy with Ashton Kutchner. Yeah, I was going to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an Ashton Kutcher comedy. The second one is That Spark in Her Eyes. That Spark in Her Eyes. So this is probably about a woman who learns to weld. <laughs> Um, I knew you were gonna say that. It's so <laughs> predictable. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a romantic a movie, obviously. Yeah, it's a romantic movie. I didn't say. Or it, it doesn't have to be a romantic a movie. Game. It could be about. It could be this sort of uplifting movie about a little girl who has a dream, you know. Yeah. Um, and who wants to achieve something. A family movie. Yeah, like a, yeah. The official term. Yeah, yeah it could it could be that. The Screeching Next Door. <laughs> the Screeching Next Door. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, that's a horror movie. What else could it be? Um, I don't know. Maybe a movie about singing lessons or... Uh. <laughs> Very bad singing yeah. lessons. Yeah. And then four is Horn of the Blood Red Unicorn. That's, a, that's an epic fantasy. <laughs> yeah, could be, yeah. Um, so you can... You can Still have a cool original title without having to do weird crap like the slow regard of silent things. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. Oh, and it, you know, I, I've just noticed this title doesn't have wizard or a stone or a dungeon or dragon or... Uh, exactly. Or quest. A quest. So I'm good, right? Yeah. Okay, then my final title is... Quest for the Hidden Book of Rocks. <laughs> Quest for the Hidden Book of Rocks. I don't know. For some reason, I imagine Jack Black is in the movie. Yeah, could be, yeah. I think it's like a kid's adventure movie. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, exactly. So this was an easy game. It was fun. fun. And um, so, yeah, so um, we had fun. We didn't mention what tea we were drinking. Um, it's be be happy with one e or two e's. Actually, with two e's. Oh. So yeah, we should have mentioned it during the podcast. And I'll tell you what my label says because it's got wisdom on it again. My label says love is the ultimate law of life. And here mine says you are equally as beautiful as the universe. Okay. The universe sucks compared to you. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day and all of that? No? I think it's time to call it a night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's time to call it a night. We hope you had fun, but we had fun. And we wish you all a very fond farewell. Until next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>